get started. Hello and welcome to 90 Day Hour Away, where we take a live look at this week's previous episode of 90 Day Fiance. I am one of the co-hosts, Jonathan Kelly. Oh, and I'm the other one. I'm Lindsay Godwin. Uh, we're boyfriend-girlfriend, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes. Um, we want to thank you for joining us on this journey that we're all taking together. Uh, we love the show so much that we wanted to uh, bring you guys into our homes and kind of give you a live look at what the uh, average everyday people are uh, looking at while they watch this incredibly amazing show. So, uh, Lindsay, why don't you say you uh, kick us off? Sure. Um, who do you want to start with? Should we start at the the top of the episode with uh, Bial? I can't say his name. Bilal, like Bilal Powell, the former running back of the Jets. Yes. Bilal Powell and Shida, (laughs) which I wrote her name phonetically, so I knew how to spell it Uh, or how to say it. That's smart. I probably should have done that. Um, But yeah, I mean, they. uh, (laughs) The episode starts off with him essentially kidnapping her. Um, very awkward in that lovely beaten down van. Yeah, I was like really confused why his sister was going along with it. I was like, why? Like, this is the woman's first day in America. Like, why are we trying to trick her? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely. So from his perspective, I think he wants to show her that money isn't everything. Um so he wants to see if she's actually coming here for him. But I'm not entirely sure this was the right route to go. Kind of blows up in his face <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to it in a little. But, like, I I understand his concept. Like, he, he quote-unquote, comes, comes from the hood, you know, when he's drinking his Starbucks in his work van. But um, it's just, it's strange. Um. I just think there's another way to show her where he's from without legit kidnapping, like you said. Yeah, I mean, they were just saying how they're losing points with each other during the drive back. And the plan is just totally backfiring on him. Oh, 100%. And she knew when she got off the plane like that he had money and that he, you know, is not from this house that he rolls up in and stuff like that. So it's just, it's awkward all over, I feel. I And honestly, like, I don't think she expected him to roll up in his Mercedes that he has. I mean, she was happy with the, the Chevy Malibu that was next to the work van, so. Yeah, she, she was like, wait, this isn't your car? I thought this was your car. <laughs> Just very, very strange uh, scenario, but we'll, hey, we'll we'll see what happens. No, 100%. So, okay, so he goes and picks her up, and they have this, like, lovely moment in the airport, and then he connects her in the work van and starts driving to this uh, dilapidated house, I'll call it. Yeah, so it's the house that he grew up in with his family, but... Later on in the episode, we find out that no one has been there in 15 years. So that, to me, was just very odd. And she even mentions that he went to Trinidad and had Louis Vuitton luggage. And he's wearing all these fancy, you know, belts and looking dapper. And it's like, my guy, like, 
obviously she knows that you have some kind of money but at the same time like he does mention how just because you dress nice doesn't mean you got all this money you could have just spent all your money on these two outfits but uh no i agree with that i i definitely think that um you know okay so i definitely think that um you know you can look a certain way and not have money but the fact i just i don't care if the guy has money or not he's being deceitful towards her and it's like it's very sketchy to me especially when it's her first day in america yeah no i i totally agree um i just found it funny how she was saying like he's delusional and then he you know asked her if she wants food and she's like you sure you got money for that <laughs> like what is i mean it was it was a rude comment and i get it but we'll we'll see what happens i think i think things will slightly get better when uh they go to his house tomorrow where supposedly they're going to his parents house to have breakfast with the mom so we'll we'll see what happens also i like that you said tomorrow like it's actually happening and yeah <laughs> Yeah, ne- next next week. <laughs> um, no, okay, so we like skipped around a lot, but yeah, so they get to the house and she is in complete shock, I would say. Um, the house is falling apart to Jonathan's point. Like he hasn't touched it in fifteen years or no one's lived there, so it's very strange. Um but yeah, something that I wrote is like, you know, I get that he wants to show her where he lived or where he's from but like we don't have to do that on the first day like we can do that you know the first week they have 90 days like there's gonna be plenty of opportunity i feel for sure for sure no i i i totally agree with that i he wanted he wanted to get it done right off the bat don't think it was probably the smartest choice so we'll we'll see yeah exactly but i will say she is fairly ignorant about the united states i mean she's thinking that everyone lives in like these mansions and everyone's got all this money in the world and i mean to Bilal. Bilal, thank you um to Bilal's point like there are a lot of people in this country that don't even own houses um and there's a lot of people that live like his quote-unquote house so i think you know, I think he had an inkling that she was going to have a problem with this, and that's why he did it, but it's just, it, this whole thing is strange to me to be with the first day, I would say. Yeah, I think his heart was in the right place. He just didn't necessarily go about it the proper way. No, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with them. I think there's there's more to come with that, so we'll see. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, uh, let's let's kick it off to uh, to Cara and Guillermo. Uh, so she heads over to the uh, Dominican Republic to bring him back. Uh, we find out he's got an expired Venezuelan passport, so you know that's always that's always a good thing. Yeah, especially coming to the United States because we are so welcoming towards immigrants coming to this country. So yeah, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> But we see when, you know, she she goes down there, they go out for dinner with the brother and the friend and they're all, you know, kind of joking around and laughing and everything and 
talking about their age difference, even though their age difference is only five years, 28 to 23. It's, I get it. He's a little younger, but. Yeah, I get it. But it's also like if you look at all the rest of the couples, they're all like five years apart from each other. So I don't I don't understand what TLC or 90 Day Fiance is trying to do with this to say she's like a sugar mama and stuff like that. Like, I mean, he is very young he looks young he looks very young but like she's 28 like she's not like 48 like <laughs> eve is or what however old she is and we'll get to that later but it's just i don't know it's a strange like storyline they're trying to make that i don't think really exists yeah i just i just thought it was funny how they're all you know making fun of him and saying you know rocking the cradle and all this other stuff and, you know, he's he's saying he doesn't want to be seen as a toddler and all this stuff. I mean, <laughs> he looks like one. He looks very young. But um, no. So she goes to the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't seen each other in like two years, I think, because of COVID mm-hmm. or close to it. So, you know, it's an, it's a nice moment when they get together. Um, he surprises her. Guillermo surprises Gata with. Uh, one of her friends in the DR, and I feel like she was more excited to see her friend than Guillermo, but that's my two cents. Um, and then one of his brothers comes along, and they all get dinner, and it's like his last little hurrah before he leaves the Dominican Republic. Yeah, and I mean, he seems pretty excited about coming to the U.S. with her, and all that stuff and you know like we said he he does have the expired passport so when they are flying we find out that he was detained by immigration for two hours yeah which i don't even think is that bad considering he had an expired passport but i mean to Kara's point i guess venezuela and the united states have this like all worked out where you can i guess immigrate or in, I don't know. Come to the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just say that you can come to the U.S. from Venezuela with an expired passport. I imagine if you have all your visa or green card or anything like that, all set. But uh, I mean, now they're in the United States, so we'll see what happens. But they're fairly boring this episode, I would say. I mean, the most drama was him getting detained, but I don't think it'll be interesting to see how he meshes well in uh charlottesville yeah yeah can't say it's a place i would want to be i'll say that no not at all (laughs) but i don't know i mean i'm sure they'll be on other seasons if they make it through these 90 days so maybe they'll move down to miami or something like that for sure um yeah so i mean that's pretty much them let's uh kick it over to eve and muhammad most common name in the world yeah so eve is 48 and mohammed is 25 so good uh, good for her you know good for her good for him he got a mature woman so yeah whatever way you want to look at it (laughs) so uh she's from albuquerque um she is part native american which is really really cool um and then she also has a son who's 12 and uh, has Down syndrome, autism, and uh, stage two kidney disease. So um, a lot going on health-wise with him. Obviously, her main focus. But 
you know, one thing that I wrote down was it seems like she has a good head on her shoulders. So, like, why the hell is she on this show? Because he slid into the DMs. I forgot. <laughs> that was the thing. He slid into the DMs. He saw what he liked and, you know, he went for it. Hey, whatever. So, Mohammed, before we get off track, Mohammed's uh, 25, as I said. He's from Egypt. Um, yeah, he slid into the DMs, like Jonathan said, and then she went over to Egypt for, I can't remember, I think it was She a- went there after they were talking for two months and almost instantly got engaged. Yeah. she said. Was it on that trip? Yeah. Yeah, it was on that trip. So they had only known each other for a couple months and here you are getting engaged. I mean, hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I mean, if you're in love, you're in love, like- that's all I can say. But, uh, I mean, their age gap, is, I'll say, is rather large. A lot larger than Kara and Guillermo. For sure. Um, but it's really giving off. Do you just crack your fingers? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's really giving off green card vibes that he's, like, only in it for the green card. I could see it. I could see it. I think um, he mentioned too, like he in the preview for for next week that he likes a mature woman that will love him like his mom. So I don't know if he's like viewing her as like kind of like a mom wife type thing, which is kind of a weird scenario to be in. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we also saw you know Eve go out to. A, a lunch or an early dinner with with some of her friends and her friends were weirdly concerned with their sex life yeah i mean kind of prying a little much in there you know i'm i'm cool with hey what are you guys are you guys doing this or that yeah all right great but they kind of were were going a little uh, a little deep in no i mean they definitely were like the real housewives of Albuquerque or trying to be or trying to be um, doing some wine tastings that were like full glasses of yeah. wine. But yeah, it was a bit much. I mean, I know being a female, we are very open with our friends and I know I'm very open with my friends about my sex life, probably not as much as other people, um, but it's a lot, I would say, especially for middle aged women to be speaking like that um yeah and and you're on tv so yeah and she also mentioned that they've only spent a total of 22 days together so they got a lot to uh to discuss during their uh 90 days here to to make sure that you know this is actually what they both want yeah, I'm interested to see what their relationship, especially, you know, it does seem like she's changing a lot for him. She's going through her closet, throwing out clothes. She's mm-hmm. uh, re- uh, refraining from eating pork because of his religion. You know, she did say she would drink occasionally, but um, I would I would say she's changing a lot for him. So I'm interested to see if she's going to actually stand up for herself or is just going to kind of continue to change for him. And then also, what is he going to change to compromise? You know, the relationship is about compromising. I mean, no one no one's perfect and you're not going to find anybody that's perfect. So, you know, if she's changing all these things, what is he in return changing for her? 
Yeah, so. I completely agree. And I'm interested to see this dynamic with her son. Obviously, he, he means a lot to her. You know, she she loves him with her whole heart. You can definitely see that. So I'm interested to see how he's going to react on that. And, you know, having a, a special needs child takes a lot of your attention. Um, so I'm interested to see if he's going to react positively to that or negatively. Definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps up uh, even Muhammad. Let's uh, let's head over to uh, Mr. Jabri and Miona. Oh, I can't <laughs> roll my eyes hard enough at this relationship, but oh, why is that enlighten us? Uh, I just have a lot to say. Um, that will go through. Well, this. The, hey, that's why we're here. Um, so let's get into it. All right, what we'll you, get into it. So. Jabri is, is interesting. I think he's a great character to have on this show. Um, I, Miona is problematic. Um, you know, a bit of black fishing, so to say. I can see that. Yeah. Um, so I, I've had trouble with her even since the previews of 90 Day um, <laughs> this season. So, Fair But enough. I'm interested to see their storyline. Um, but we start out this episode with Jabri... Uh, calling his best friend David. 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 Um, David is Serbian, and that's how uh, Jabri got acquainted with Serbia, I would say. You know, familiar with all this stuff. Um, he calls him when he's waiting to go through a car wash and then doesn't close his window. And I was yelling at the TV like, bro, roll your window up. Roll your window up, and then it just goes right through. Like, come on, oh man. Oh, my God. Pay attention a little bit. I, he's got too much going on. It's being, not even his car. It's not his car. It's his dad's <laughs> car, but he's got too much going on. You know, being unemployed, living with his parents in South Dakota. Um, so he finally gets in touch with David, and he pretty much his, his friends don't like Miona at all. Yeah, especially especially David, he doubts it a lot. And then, you know, he's saying these things about how like Jabri has changed and stuff because of Miona and Jabri gets super defensive about it like almost to the point where like he's yelling at David. And, you know, Jabri, you know, he went to Serbia during COVID, overstaying with the band and I think that has just thrown like such a monkey wrench into the relationship of him, David, the other band members of the group. Um, they they said how they had all this momentum, and now mm-hmm. because of Miona, it's just like put on the back burner because he's putting everything he has into her and not into his career or into the band. Yeah, I definitely feel like, and for context, if you don't know, uh, David and Jabri are in a band called Black Serbs. Um, seems very interesting. Haven't listened to them closely, but will do. Um, and yeah, it just seems like he, Jabri, completely chose Miona over the band. And, you know, obviously he's in South Dakota right now to save money so him and Miona can have a great life together. But if he's not with the band making money, I don't really know what he expects to do. Right. So I think this is going to be a big storyline. I know there's 
some alluding to family drama with Miona and his mom. But I think a lot of this drama is probably going to be his relationship with David and just seeing how that goes with Miona and stuff. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Jabri then is getting ready for Miona to arrive. Then the <laughs> man splits his freaking pants. What's incredible, though, is he doesn't even change them. He just rolls with it. He's like, oh, it's too late. I know. And then, like, we'll get to this, but he's, like, lifting her around in the airport. Like, man, your drawers are out. Like, <laughs> the, the funny part, too, is once he does that, then he's, he still has all these gifts. He's got a red carpet. Well, but yet in the first, but yet in the first half of the episode, he's complaining about money and how he's not financially stable. But yet you're buying all these gifts for somebody that is coming here. Yeah, I don't understand why you are buying a red carpet for literally a one-time use to be absolutely ridiculous in like the Sioux Falls airport for your fiance who thinks she's Kim Kardashian, and you're not. saving money to have the life that she wants so yeah she just wants to move to la and be famous a hundred percent she just wants to be an influencer (laughs) i mean she is so pretty without makeup on and then you see her interviews and it's like who is that there yeah she looks like two completely different people it's crazy so one of my favorite things though is when the old guy just walks on the red carpet And Jeffrey gets so aggravated. He's like, come on, my man. It's like, bro, what do you expect? Like, you're in a public area. Like, what, are you going to put up stanchions and stuff? Like, And you're hiding behind this little pillar? Like, come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so they finally meet. They kiss, you know, American dream. It's all she wants. I don't know. Like, are is it the movies that we are selling across the seas that like America is this really great place? Like I don't understand. I mean, it's got to be right. Yeah, because they all say it. I guess we have great marketing. Because once you're here, you're like, damn, this place sucks. <laughs> all right, not to get political. Everyone, everyone will figure it out. Let, not to get political. Um. So yeah, I mean, I would say their storylines probably my favorite one so far it's most interesting yeah definitely i mean he's very interesting himself so i'm i'm interested to see how she plays along with it i just hope like i mean obviously he's himself he he wears whatever the f he wants he he does whatever he wants so hopefully she doesn't bring him down for it but we'll see what happens definitely um and then the last couple so far on this season is Emily and Kobe in lovely Kansas City. Um, oh, is that where they are? I didn't even know. I thought they were like yeah, yeah they were in the middle of nowhere. Well, th- well, they're in the middle of nowhere, but she goes to the Kansas City airport and gets the hotel. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they have a son that's a year and a half old, Cobin. Um. He, who's so freaking cute. He's <laughs> he is. really cute. Uh, but yeah, like the beginning of the episode and stuff when they're talking to her, it seems like the biggest, her biggest concern is 
sex. Like, that's all she talks about is, like, how she's so concerned about sex and now she has a mom bod. I mean, I understand that. She hasn't seen her fiancé in two years, like, because of COVID. True. So I do understand that, that, you know, that is a concern of hers, especially with him when it seemed like they were raw-dogging it every which way in (laughs) China. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how you get a kid, right? So True. So, um, so yeah, she's concerned about her body and what Kobe's going to think of her and everything. And she meets with her friend. I don't remember. Sean. Sean, thank you. Couldn't remember his name. Um, And they're just talking about how she's really changed, you know, especially since giving birth and not seeing Kobe for two years and stuff. But... Um, and then she has this brilliant idea that not only she's not bringing Coben to meet his father for the first time at the airport, but she's going to rent a hotel room for the, the first night because they need their alone time before, you know, Kobe meets his son for the first time. Yeah. Um, again, I think her heart's in the right place. I don't think it was necessarily the right path. I agree with that. I I do think, you know, she she understands the circumstances that they're in that, you know, they they're going to be living with her parents and her sister and their child. Um and I get it, you know, you haven't seen your fiance in 2 years, you you want that alone time with him, but at the same time like he wants to see his son. Yeah, like she literally was pregnant, went back to America, had a baby, and the baby is now 18 months old and still has not met him. So it, I I could understand. I mean, it looks like with the previews that there's going to be a little bit of a tiff with that. Yeah, for sure. And we see when he gets off the plane and she picks him up, he's super excited to be here. Um at least that's that's how I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then he also mentioned that Emily had gained weight, which is like, uh, I mean, if you're going to notice something, then, yeah, that is something to notice. I don't know if I would have necessarily have said that as one of the first things getting off the plane, but you also got to commend him for pointing it out. Yeah, I mean, I also don't think he truly understands, like, why she's gained weight. Right, yeah. Because, you know, he didn't see her when she was pregnant or anything, so. Definitely, definitely. But I have a question. Do you think that he was faithful to her? Wow. Um, I don't know. I hadn't even thought about that. It's very, uh, I would assume yes, but I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think we'll have to get to know Kobe a bit more. But I don't know, that's what was like running through my brain when she kept bringing up that they hadn't seen each other in two years. Because I was like, damn, that's a really long time. Like, I'm even surprised. Like, I'm curious if he, I just really want to know his backstory. Because if they met in the in China, like... Was he still there when COVID happened? Right. Like, yeah. was he able to get back to Cameroon? I mean, he invested in a in a tea shop or a cafe or whatever. Yes. Um, in Cameroon, so I just yeah, I'm interested to see his backstory a little bit. So, I mean, I want them to focus on the kid a lot, obviously, because he's so freaking cute. But it's 
I just want to know like more about Kobe, I would say. Well, he was an underwear model. What else do you need to know? I forgot about that. <laughs> what else do you need I to totally know? I totally forgot about that. He looks good in undies. Hey. That's Man, I don't. It's good bl- enough for me. I don't blame her for wiping that up. It's good enough for me. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, and then for previews, we get oh man, John's favorite couple. Yeah, Ari, aka Cindy Lou Who, um, <laughs> and Binyam. Binyam is Binyam is that dude. Like, let's be. Oh real. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> their their story is incredible. And I cannot wait for the wine just right in the eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, we all know <laughs> that Binyam's sisters has have problems with Ari. Um, and yeah. I mean, she didn't even want to go back to Ethiopia because of them. Um, and I don't blame her. No, not at all. But I'm interested to see. Obviously, we know he's here in America. I mean, he was on the tell-all of before right. the 90s. Yep. Er, the other way. I think it was the other way. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, So, obviously, he made it to America, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'm happy they're back on. They're they're a good couple, I would say, to have on. For sure. Um, Especially with their story continuing. Um, I don't think I could do, like, another season of, like, Mike and Natalie or... Obviously, they're over. She's on Single Life. But, you know, th- those are the couples that... I'm just sick of, but I'm excited to see a couple like continue their journey and get what they want, which is to come to America. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. And like we said, Binyam is that dude. So definitely uh, tune in next week for another episode of 90 day. And then uh, you can catch us next week, either Tuesday, we should be uploading everything. So you'll be able to hear us on Tuesday, give you that one day break. So you can kind of, refresh if you're catching up on the episode and then you can listen to us on uh tuesday but once again thanks for uh joining myself Lindsay, here at 90 day our way enjoy the rest of your week bye